Block Party is a tech culture podcast. We do tech for the people. We cover topics ranging from cryptocurrencies, blockchain, augmented reality, artificial intelligence, and more. Our guests include entrepreneurs, creatives, and influencers. Block Party takes a unique view of tech through the lens of the people living it. Block Party is tech culture. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Block Party. Today, I'm joined by Patrick, a professional Discord server builder for various Web3 communities out today. Thank you for joining us, Patrick. How are you doing today, sir? Good. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm, glad I'm doing to be good. here. This actually really brings me to a point that I brought up earlier when you and me were chatting before the episode started, where I wanted to uh, not only just describe the 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 people who are running communities obviously and the, the the developers who are building these amazing projects because i my focus here is in web3 but there's a whole career path here in web3 that people are not seeing when it just comes to like the sensationalist headlines of making big trades or nft flips but there are people who can actually make real world careers here and i think what you do for the world of web3 is actually very interesting and that's why i had a mutual friend of ours bliss bring you and connect us for the show today so once again shout out to bliss and thank you once again patrick for being on thank you uh thank you bliss for recommending me and obviously before we even get into what you do and how you do it for the people listening at home can you tell us a little more about who you are and how you got started here in web3 right so i'm patrick i'm better known as paddles in the discord space uh i create discord servers and it's my main job it's Fairly simple, actually. Um, I've been working with Discord for about three to four years. I started in 2018, back when Discord servers with like 50,000 people were literally considered titans. And only people that had money had Nitro, because at that point, it was a bit of a useless feature. Mm. And I actually got started in Web3 accidentally by my friend. Uh, let me just tell you a story here. Uh, back when I was in college, my friend knew that I was good with Discord, so he let me know, like, hey, I have this other guy that is planning on starting an NFT project. And at that point, at that moment, I had no idea what NFT was. I was a noob in crypto and just your generic college guy, right? So I made the server, and he was like, hey, how much do you want, right? So I was expecting just make the server, and I'm done. And uh, Gave me an arbitrary number i made i got it and i was like why don't i make a thing out why don't i make something out of this right i've been working with discord for almost four years just make and then i made a website it was bad um i mean it worked but it was very bad the prices were horrendous um the quality of the server was also pretty bad but six months later um we're just going strong and the new website looks fantastic um, I have like a structure to everything. Uh, life's going good. <laughs> no, that's really amazing. And if you don't mind me asking, because you actually said something interesting in there. So you got started in you got started back around 2018 during the crypto winter, and then somebody started building a a, a NFT project that you were building and designing this Discord for. At the time, NFTs weren't considered the craziest thing on the the spot. So I actually find that 
very very interesting if you don't mind me asking what uh what community was this right well i misspoke a little bit apologies uh the nft server that i was creating was in august of last year so about uh, six seven months ago okay 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 um it was called rabbit hole social club if i'm not mistaken it was like a membership type deal but it was a rug so that Ooh. sucks yeah and obviously you had no part of the actual project itself you just helped design the, the the structure for the community to work with yeah so they hired me they told me make the server make it as secure as possible please embed what you can embeds are essentially pretty messages with like the colors and pretty text and all that and th through a bot because users can't send embeds as far as i know without like special commands and all that um so i made the server and looking back it was still horrible Three weeks later, I check back on it. The server is dead. The website is dead. Ten, like what, a thousand minted and just the rug. Ooh. And uh, that was unfortunate, but it did teach me that no matter who you talk to, uh, even if they do sound legit and like uh, like a good person, they can still screw you over and, you know, screw over their community. That's an amazing tangent point there because thinking about that, like I said earlier, there's like a whole support staff that goes around the world of web three that's not just involved in doing trades not just involved in creating nfts or making flips but the fact that uh, still despite how decentralized the community as a whole is there are still very very many bad actors that unfortunately take people like who you are uh, and take their talents which i believe what you do is a very big talent and very necessary in the in the world of web three and the world of crypto as we know it today and that's just a very unfortunate situation touching back on how you started and bringing up a point that you said today because i find this actually kind of crazy because back in 2018 2019 discord servers with 50,000 people like you said considered these absolute monoliths absolute crazy behemoths and now that we have like 450k plus communities how do you feel about like the discord structure in web3 of the 2018 2019 era compared to the 2020 21 22 era right now well there's multiple factors to this obviously there's a security issue right the security mm -hmm. thing um back in 2018 2019 nobody really cared about security it was make the server as pretty as possible make it as comfortable as possible and make the best uh experience for the community right and try to grow that and based off of that the server grew now it's based off if your, your server has to be secure first and foremost if it isn't uh, you can grow 200,000 members, 400,000 members, and it's still somebody's going to find an exploit and just take it all down. And if this has happened, unfortunately, thank God it hasn't happened to any of the servers that I've created, but I've seen it happen to many popular servers. Yeah. My, actually, uh, about 12 hours ago, a popular NFT project, Borda Yacht Club, one of the biggest ones there are, got hacked because of the security, right? And Doodles got hacked as well. And like so many of these massive servers get hacked all the time. And it's, it's so sad to see, but it's interesting how, what, two, three years, servers have slowly switched from design, security and structure and uh, corporate and all that stuff. So actually, that's, that's actually a point that, that you bring up now that actually really interested me because you're right, these big, large uh, communities always find somehow finding themselves in the headlines of being on the rough end of the security exploits. And if you don't mind me asking, because I came from a fintech background as well. I used to work in a fintech with a company 
that handle the data rooms. And a major thing in our security training was points of fault. Generally speaking, in, in your opinion and in your experience, as a person who designs these servers, where usually are the points of fault when it comes to these Discord servers? Because there have been many a Discord community that I've seen and probably you've seen where all of a sudden now they're putting out fraudulent links, kicking out all the admins, and nobody knows what's going on until it's too late. Right. Uh, so there's three main points to this. It's webhooks, which is fairly use, useless and not and harmless, but it's still pretty uh, pretty important to talk about. Um, there's staff members getting hacked, either through clicking suspicious links or getting their token stolen. And if you'd like, we can talk all about that. <laughs> uh, By all means, I'm, I'm very interested. I'm actually highly interested in this. And Discord bots getting hacked, right? So for example, the Discord bot that was hacked was Ticketool. It was hacked. Uh, because of some broken code and well, they fixed it and it's all safe now, don't worry. But within that small window of time where the, it was, the new code was uploaded, somebody found an exploit and they just sent webhooks everywhere. Uh, it was like maybe an hour or two, right? So hackers mm -hmm. are getting pretty sophisticated. Um, the second one is webhooks, as I said. Um, if you give, there's a certain permission in Discord that gives members access to post webhooks which is essentially for the IT people out there, pulling data or scraping something from a website and posting it into a channel automatically. And you can exploit the frick out of this because uh, if I were to, and you can also follow channels. If you've seen, you can follow a channel from one Discord server to another. So if I had the webhook permission and I was malicious, I could follow one of my channels from my private Discord server where I post fake links and scams and all that and post it into a, pretty big Discord servers such as BAYC or Doodles and just absolutely spam that constantly. And someone's gonna make, somebody's gonna fall for it and I'm gonna make insane money. And then there's Discord bots, right? So Discord bots, bot meaning that broken code, someone gets hacked or maybe even it could be intentional, right? So uh, one of my Discord bots have request administrator, right? Mm -hmm. Because it needs to work obviously we can set it up a different way if clients prefer it. But the way that it works is if I give my, if I was malicious and I decided to ruin a Discord server, if I had a bot that had admin privileges on the, your server, then I would be able to give myself admin and nuke it and just absolutely ruin it. But you can, the way it, to not get hacked and just stay safe is awareness, right? Mm -hmm. That's what I keep trying to push, just be aware as, as, as big, and as much as possible, just be aware. Don't click links. If somebody's DMing you that you think is suspicious, report them to anyone you can. Discord has a trust and safety uh, policy. They have a support team. Report it to them. Report it to your server members. Report it to your staff team. Don't click links. For God's sake, do not click links. Do not join servers. Do not share your screen to anyone suspicious. Do not do anything, right? DMs are the scariest place on earth. And even if you think that you're, you're in safe in the server, only click on links and announcements that are verified by the staff team. And even then you have to verify it yourself. So as you can see, I'm a bit paranoid because it's been two years of working, well, three, you know, three or four years of working with Discord. And I've seen a lot of stuff and people are horrible people, especially when you're playing with money or NFTs in this case. Absolutely. And, and thinking, thinking about what you just said, where all you need is one to 2%. Well, you didn't say this, but where you said that you only need a small portion of people clicking on links and not aware of the security policies that people should be putting on themselves and making sure that awareness that you just brought up 
if you only get one to two percent of all the people who click that link, you've probably cleared anywhere between a couple hundred thousand dollars. If you wanted, oh, if yeah. you really, if of like these megalith projects, like somebody masquerading as somebody from Board Eight Yacht Club and just bad actors in general, and that actually transitions to a really good uh point because. A lot of people may not understand exactly what it is that you do for your clients. So can you tell me exactly what it is, like your usual conversation and the usual um, the usual pitch that you usually give your clients when it comes to designing a Discord server for them? And why is it so important that you push the ideas behind awareness and security when you have these kind of conversations going on with your clients? Well, 99% of my clients are NFT oriented or in some financial space. So as I said, security is a big thing and I pride myself in making servers as secure as possible. And I spend hours upon hours on checking things and making sure the channel is good and going through each channel every single time and making sure there's no exploit, making sure the design looks good, setting up the server so bots can't do anything if they're hacked and making sure that after I leave, any admin is able to configure the server without breaking anything, right? Mm -hmm. There's also getting the right moderation bot and making sure this bot's good and making sure the like there's many uh, custom roles that they want to implement, but without the server uh, having being hacked, right? So making sure the permissions look good. Basically, I do all of these things. Obviously, I have a checklist and I make my life easier with bots and stuff. But I make these things efficient. Uh, they're secure, so none of none of the servers that I've set up have gotten hacked. Obviously, some have gotten rugged but that's just the founders being bad people. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I pride myself in efficiency, security, and the cost is pretty. And and design obviously looks fantastic, but you, if you like, you can customize the design to your own preferences. And, there's and, also some things that I... Oh, sorry, my sorry. apologies. I didn't mean there's to also, There's also some things that I push, regardless if you want it or not, I'm going to push it towards you, such as a verify gate, right? Even though it's seems pointless and sometimes at times it's annoying um having a verify gate which is basically the reaction you click or complete a captcha or any of those things mm -hmm. is absolutely necessary bots are relentless and i've seen yes yesterday at around the morning uh one of my favorite projects have had about a thousand bots attempt to join and raid the server during mint day but because we installed a verify gate None of them got through. Wow, right? like like a zero, like or not zero percent, probably. Uh, there's nothing that's zero. No, 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 no none? one got through. Really? No one. Yeah, no one. Yeah, wow. I swear to God. That's that's crazy. Now, that and you actually bring up now that you actually talk that is completely like outside of the scope of the questions that I have. But now I'm thinking about this is like the amount of relentlessness that there are with the sophistication of the bot presence and like the bad actors that exist out there um it makes me it, it always goes back to the white hat and the black hat hackers you know it's like there's always those who are trying mm. to defend and there's always going to be those who attack and usually there are always more attackers than there are defenders but when i think about your role in the you know grand scheme of things like you really do prevent a lot of bad actors coming in day to day from abusing what is one of the most pivotal locations here in crypto Twitter, uh, crypto Web3 land, crypto Twitter also being another aspect of that. But uh, a lot of the conversation happens here on Discord. And you, it, would it be wrong for me to say is that what you do is you basically are setting up the safeguards and the walls that see these projects from a smooth transition for their communities 
from the beginning all the way up to like even after a project's fully been like realized? Oh, definitely. Uh, surprisingly, a Discord manager, well, in a recent, uh, during the NFT uh, sphere, right? Mm -hmm. A Discord manager is a must have for every single Discord server. If you plan on having your Discord server be over 1,000 members, you need a Discord manager or at least somebody that knows their way around Discord. And if you have somebody that's um, certified moderator, uh, discord.gg slash moderation, um, you won. Those guys are fantastic, better than me a thousand times over, but they probably don't know how to make Discord servers as good as me. <laughs> Fair. Anyway. So actually, now uh, that I'm thinking about that, because you, you've worked with many different sizes of, of Discord. So what, do you mind me asking, what's been the largest Discord server that you've built for? Well, the largest the one at the moment is Desperate Apewise. They currently have, at, well, at one point, they had 77,000 members. Now they have about 52,000. Mm -hmm. But the average range is I create the Discord server, and then they can have over 200,000 members and nothing's going to break, right? But the average is about... 15 to 20,000 members. So what does the design of a Discord look differently for something, let's say, 1,000 members compared to something that's like tw uh, 25,000 or 50,000 or even like one of these mega servers that we consider today, like 450,000, something like a Squiggles? Ugh, Squiggles. I mean, <laughs> um, <laughs> it's very interesting because every server, as you've seen most likely, does their own thing. Mm -hmm. Right. So one server can do this and the other server can do that and they will still both be secure. But what I noticed that spans across all servers is that they make everything very compact. Right. If you go into a professional, if you go into a Discord developers server, right, um, they or any anything that's related to, like, to the official Discord, you can see that they have like two moderator roles. They have one admin role, no cosmetics. No webhooks. You can't send. You can't create threads. You can't add messages. You can't add reactions. You can't reply to a message or something like that. You can't send links, attach files. You know those stuff. Like the more compact everything is, the less exploits you have, right? And then like the smaller end servers, they have like fifty cosmetics. And if one of those fifty cosmetics has a security issue, you're done, right? Yeah. So being the the comp the more compact everything is, the safer it is. Obviously, if you want 50 cosmetic rolls, you better make sure there are no exploits <laughs> and you can. Yeah. But yeah, it's the, as I said, yeah, the more compact everything is, the safer. No, yeah, absolutely. And I, I completely agree because obviously the more features you introduce, the more points of fault that you can obviously uh, run into. And obviously points of fault are what bad actors are always looking for. Um, out of curiosity and, and, because you're obviously more robust and more more seasoned when it comes to Discord as a whole. Um, you've seen great Discord server design. You've seen bad Discord server design. What's what's usually the things that stand out to you when you when you step into a community that that you haven't designed? Obviously, when you go, oh wow, that's a great. This is a well designed Discord server compared to something that has uh poor poor Discord design. What what would you say are the elements that are present in a good one that are not? present in a bad discord well it's actually surprisingly easy to know who has this who has used external help like such as a discord management service mm -hmm. or who has built a server themselves by just looking at design right so uh inconsistency is key 
So if you have a category A that has one design and then category B that has a different design, or maybe it's one letter off or one character off, that's also one of the things. Maybe channels, one channel has an emoji, the other one has a bracket, the third one has nothing, right? Maybe the rules are scuffed. So you have rules that are like stupid, like uh, don't be mean, right? Just yeah. generic rules. Like everybody knows not to be mean, right? If you want to have a rule that says don't be mean, you have to expand on that. Like it's like don't insult others. Please keep profanity to a minimum. If you, if you do yet, you plan on using profanity, please don't direct it at others. Uh, slurs will get you banned and like the ex like that already it still uses the same uh rule right don't be mean but it expands on it mm -hmm. right so if a discord is set up properly in my eyes at least it has a well-defined rules page whether it's sent by a bot or by a user uh, has a verified gate a good one too it has minimal roles and if it has a lot of roles it's very well designed and you can't do stuff that you're not supposed to like send messages in welcome or send messages in announcements or create threads in rules, right? Mm -hmm. Those minuscule things that usually that only one ha person has to uh, find and exploit, right? So my favorite pastime is joining random Discord servers and picking out their flaws, letting them know, and leaving. <laughs> <laughs> how, how, how well is the reception there in, in Web3? I, I feel like my... Really? Really? Yeah. I mean, you're, if, if somebody joins your server and tells you that you have an exploit that i joined recently where um it uh, when you join you've clicked the verify right and you receive a role upon verifying but that role that you have received has admin access so basically you verify yourself and then you can delete the server basically well not delete specifically but you can delete everything that is in the server channels roles uh emojis spam whatever you want make webhooks literally everything and it is it was horrible um the guy has actually purchased a server for me and i restructured it and it looks fantastic if you'd like a link discord.gg slash rap raccoons club uh pretty fun awesome yeah definitely i'll direct i'll direct people to where they need to see that because obviously i i feel like it's very important because of like like i said previously before um crypto has found a home here in discord in surprisingly in a surprising fashion because personally for me uh discord was always a location for gaming communities obviously uh for communities to go to interact with each other outside of twitch outside of all these different things and now discord's grown to be a multi-purpose home for so many different groups and different organizations and the fact that crypto twitter and obviously by extension now crypto discord has now made a home here in a location where people can do so many things send links send images communicate with one another talk to the team talk with the founders directly themselves host amas uh so many different functions that discord allows um and also surprises me right now that discord isn't a public company as a whole but um do you find it interesting that crypto or do you find like it was just a natural progression of things that crypto found its home in discord or are you surprised with how much of web3 has migrated to using discord well i'm not surprised i really i knew this would happen eventually uh i thought I, th I just didn't think it would be crypto i knew that any financial space so it could be nfts crypto or uh stock or uh, like stock trading 
that would find its home on Discord because when you think about it, it's genius, right? You can post an announcement, you can make a voice channel, uh, you can join the voice channel without calling all of your friends at once. Uh, you can use it as like a main hub for your community and it's just genius. Absolute genius is what Discord is and, and where we are right now today. It's It's very, very intelligent in a way that I haven't seen a lot of things because people people used to say oh discord's just aim you know but it's so much more you know and i think it's really impressive what the company it's as a whole has accomplished what uh, if you don't mind me asking bringing it back to your personal career and bringing to your time here in the space obviously in in a sense your profession is basically a digital architect for massively large communities what are some of the key elements that you look for when designing these servers like obviously every community needs something different and like there's custom things that you probably have built but what are the what are the things when you enter these different communities what are what are some of the things that you are 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 looking for or trying to design for when it comes to any given particular community right so when a, when somebody purchases a discord server um i well, I talk to them, right? And I get to know them a little bit more. I get to know their style and how they uh, think. And obviously we go through like a checklist of everything. We make sure that they like the design, they like the boss, they like this and that. But then there's also some things that I do behind the scenes, right? So I try, the, my goal is to tailor the server to as close as I can to your brain, what you are thinking the server should look like. If you don't like how it looks, let me know and I will fix it. And we will sit until your server looks absolutely, absolutely perfect, right? Mm -hmm. So it ranges from design. Obviously, there are things that are push, as I said, uh, but the design is going to look good. Uh, bots are going to look non-existent. It looks like your, your server looks uh, just clean and simple. And if you want 100 billion rolls, you can. If you want one roll, you can, right? You can customize literally everything and that's the thing about discord i forgot to mention this discord is genius in the way that they used essentially a sandbox they made a sandbox you can make whatever you want whether it's through channels categories uh roles or discord bots uh, you can make anything and that's the beauty of discord i guess yeah and and i i was uh recently uh in uh, one Discord server, Nameless Jovians, and they do from time to time a uh, battle royale. Like it's like a random, a randomly selected thing where mad people re react to the, to the bot, and then oh, that's there's fuzzy a whole rumble. Game. Yeah, fuzzy, fuzzy that's, rumble. That's rumble royale. That's that, rumble royale. Sorry. Yeah, no, no, yeah, that's uh, that's uh, thank you for clarifying for me because I didn't know what that was, and I was like, wait, Discord can do this, or you can have a poker night in Discord through Discord, or play like tic-tac-toe or it was just like all these ingenious things that that people were doing with discord and i i was looking at this and these custom designs and these features were getting so integrated in depth that somebody like you who can design almost anything for these servers uh can really express themselves and express what the community is all about do you mind me asking because uh you've obviously worked with many different servers uh, what are some of the more interesting custom functionalities that you designed for these communities, if you don't mind me asking? Well, one of the biggest thing I've designed is, well, first of all, when I create uh, Discord servers, I have a bot. One of the, one of the uh, 
when you purchase the Discord server, you get a custom Discord bot with your server's icon, its name, and any description you'd like to have it. This includes embeds and all that. Um, but there is a command, two commands that I'm particularly proud of, which is auto kick and auto ban. Uh, the commands will work like this, right? You have a keyword, for example, official bot, um, two words. Uh, it can be up to 100, it doesn't really matter. Um, and the bot that I provide, obviously, will search for every user in the server. And if their username contains the words request, so official bot in our case, then it checks if the user is verified, right? If they, if they are verified, it ignores them. But if they aren't, it either kicks them or bans them. And this has worked for countless NFT projects to get rid of thousands of thousands of bots in minutes. And there's also the second role that uh, the set, well, the third command, I guess, that I recently created and, uh, and about to implement in all of my bots is assign roles. So Carlbot, a popular moderation bot, has this feature where you can assign a role to everyone on the server. So it saves you time of manually adding roles to, like, say, you have like 50,000 members. It saves you time of adding roles to them. But in, as far as I know, you can't add roles. For example, you messed up uh, with your holders and you want to give them, like, an airdrop. And you want to make sure who has this role. And everybody that has this role gets this role, and then that role can get it's access to this channel or something along those lines, right? Mm -hmm. So the role that I come up, come up with is you get assigned roles. Uh, you give the bot two roles, so role A and role B, and it goes to the server members. And if you have role A, it will give you role B as well. If you don't have role A, it won't give you role B. And this is customizable and I love it. That's No, this is super interesting. And the fact that you've been able to implement these things into very successful communities today to help them uh, fight off bad actors and help them uh, maintain security is is super important. I think that's something um, a lot of people that maybe don't understand when they're trying to get into uh, Discord is actually a very uh, should be more aware of it's people like you who preach the 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 tools, the practices, and the implementations to provide as much security as possible because. One bad actor, one point of fault can, you know, bring the whole house of cards down. Not saying that every project is a house of cards, but uh, there are so many bad actors out there looking to undermine projects or abuse internal communities, abuse people's, like, general knowledge and just finesse them. And, and the fact that you're going through your, your like, like you said, like kicking anybody who has official bot in their name, you know? Uh, masquerading, uh, bad actors masquerading as the team members or just any of these bad participants. I think it's really important that that it gets preached and not only from your end, because you've been preaching this a lot, but I'm just here to double solidify it, is that for people who are unsure that they need this security, just look at all these projects that don't use this security and see how well they're able to execute on their community management. Um, as just piggybacking off of your statement, um, you, dear listener, if you plan on making a Discord server and you think that security is uh, overrated, obviously I'm not going to tell you anything, but I do recommend making a verify gate, at least a verify gate, right? You don't need auto moderation. You don't need moderation command. You don't need any of those pointless logging and all that, but you do need a verify gate. That is the basic function. Because if you get raided, uh, bots cannot apparently click a captcha. And surprise, right? Yeah. And they obviously some bots are sophisticated enough to click a reaction, but server captcha 
is very good. And I've used it in what, 25 plus projects. And so far, none of them have gotten hacked, right? You got botted, botted multiple times over, but none of them have gotten through because the verify gate is so important in a server. Uh, if you don't mind me asking, like, because obviously you bring up a great point right now, which is bots are getting more and more sophisticated, and these these people who are designing them are finding newer and newer ways to uh, implement strategies to take advantage. How do you stay one step ahead of the of these bad actors? Uh, obviously, you're always on the lookout for new information, but do you mind giving us a little insight into your process of how you? just visualize staying ahead of these of these uh like more advanced bots that are coming out well i like to think from their point of view right so i want to hack your wallet and drain it and take all of your money but how do i do that i need to pass this handy verify gate okay i can either code a bot that will click absolutely everything and react to everything and, and if anything clicks send a response to me and i'll go further in right Okay, how do we bypass that? How do we fix that from a moderator point of view? Uh, we want to implement the gate to be easy enough for humans to solve, but hard enough that bots cannot figure it out. What do we do? Uh, CAPTCHA. CAPTCHAs are very fun, and I'm very happy that people have created them. Um, CAPTCHA. Okay, let's go to the next one. Uh, I'm a hacker. I've gone past the reaction. Uh, the server owner hasn't implemented the CAPTCHA. Stupid. Um, and I need, I want to spam as much as I can, but links, anti-links are in place. What do I do? Oh, I just put spaces in between the links. Um, that's it. We're done, right? Yeah. Funny enough, uh, Crawlbot, which is the main moderation bot I use, NV6, uh, they have a thing where you can put a sensor filter, right? So I just put every variation of HTTPS uh, colon double dash and your .com, .co, .io, .gg, and all of those fun stuff. Every variation of that into your sensor filter, and you're done. Uh, funnily enough, uh, those two things are the main uh, attacks that hackers and staff getting hacked is a big thing, but that's like one in a blue moon, honestly. Yeah. Awesome. And, and, uh, that, once again, Patrick, thank you for for providing us your insight on today's episode and and really like opening up the idea of what the, how important a person of your stature is to the world of Web three and to the communities that you service as a whole. Um, before we end this episode, uh, I just want to know how can people follow you? How can people reach out and contact you if they want a uh, server built for them and uh, how can they follow you for more information on your opinions and thoughts? Right. Well, uh, you can always visit my website. That's HTTPS uh, paddlestore.com. That is P-A-T-T-L-E-S store as shop.com. That is my website. I have all my socials there, but you can also follow me on Twitter. That's uh, paddles T-W. So it's P-A-T-T-L-E-S T-W. So the first two letters of Twitter. Uh, follow me on those socials, and if you have any questions about either the podcast or anything related to Discord, DM me. I have them there open. Uh, and on Discord, if you want to follow me on Discord, uh, feel free. It's AA, so two A's, paddles with an uppercase P, A T T L E S, hashtag 0827. Three awesome. socials, DM me, they're open. 
Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you once again, Paddles. And thank you for being on today's episode. I know you're a busy man and you're always working towards uh, making the world a little more safer in the world of Web3 any anyway. So I'm going to make sure that everybody follows your links. Uh, we're going to put them down below in the description and obviously share in the relevant places. And uh, we will catch you all on the next episode. Thank you once again, Paddles.